Oh, welcome back to Ask a Monk. Uh, this is, a, I think, a short, hopefully a short video uh, talking about the, it's an old question that I've just been putting off about the, uh, the working of karma in regards to a holocaust. Uh, how does karma work when you're talking about mass um, suffering, uh, mass realizations of, of a certain state? I think actually a holocaust is a bad example, um, but it does highlight some of part of the answer, so I'll take it in, as a part of it. But let's consider several, in several examples. The holocaust, um, a, a tsunami, and the planes crashing into the World Trade Center. Let's examine all three of these. The, the holocaust is actually the easiest one to see because the answer in all three cases is that not, no one dies in the same way. No one experiences things in the same way or has the same sort of suffering. This is really easy to see in a holocaust because even though so many people were killed in similar ways, none of them died in the same way and none of them experienced it in the same way. Some of them might have been calm, some of them would have been very frightened, some of them would have been enraged and, and so on. Um, the death of each person is totally dependent on their mind state. So to say that all of these people died in the same way and therefore it's hard to believe that it was all based on their karma is uh, really a superficial examination. Uh, tsunami is another good example. As you think all of these people drowned, well that's, that's not karma, that's an act of nature. But it, it really is, it's hard to say one way or the other because the, the people died based on um, their situ individual situations and though everyone, it's true that many people drowned, their, each, each individual's drowning was quite different. So their experience of the, of the, of the, um, the affair or the event was, would be quite different as well. Also their, um, their experience and their response to it would have been quite different. As I said, some people will be uh, quite disturbed by it, some people will be quite calm or, or reasonably calm. Some people will die instantly, some people would take a long time to die and so on. It totally depends, I, I think it, it mainly depends on the person's karma. Now you may say there are other, you know, in fact, um, the word karma, it's First of all, as I've said, the Buddha, the Buddha didn't, didn't talk about karma. He talked about the mind and, and the intentions that we have in the mind. And then he said, only a Buddha could possibly understand karma. It's one of those things that you should never think about, the workings of karma, what caused this, what caused that. Because all it means is that things go by cause and effect. And the mind is, is causally effective. That's all it means. The mind is not an epiphenomenon. It's not something that is created by the brain. It's an active participant in reality. Uh, but what what causes lead to what results is so intricately intertwined that you could never really break it apart. So you could say, you know, what was the karma that caused all those people to be be brought to the tsunami? Well, you're talking about a, a, a whole confluence, I think is the word, of different uh, causes that bring everyone together just in that one instant. And it's it's just a fluctuation of, of the universe. It's it's scientific. You know, science would explain the tsunami and all the people dying in terms of atoms coming together and the, just came to get, happened to come together in that way. Karma simply, you know, explains the, the, the part that the mind played in all that to bring people together into this one place and then to separate. 
And again, as I say, it's not really that they were all in one place or one experience, because each person's experience would be in, indeed quite different. The third example is in a plane crash, uh, which is the hardest to see, I think. But even there, you, you still have differences of, of experience, and more importantly, differences of reaction to the experience. And therefore, you know, different, uh, different results and, and you could say different, um, different karma that, would, that led to it. But uh, there is an element of, of uh, group and mutual uh, karma, and it has, to, it has to do with how we are intertwined with each other, why we are born to the parents that we are, why we live in the same house with certain people, why we work with certain people, our coming together in, you know, why, why wouldn't we equally ask, isn't it strange that we should all be working in the same job, or isn't it strange that we should all be born into the same family? It's all the same. It all has to do with our path, and we, we, we meet up and we experience certain events, death being one of them, sometimes um, tragic and, and, and uh, simultaneous death. Um, but it, it all depends on, on so many different factors that bring you together. And of course, it has to do with the nature of the physical body, which um, isn't able to bring or... or, or prevents the mind from bringing about results instantaneously. If it were all mental, uh, you'd, you'd receive karmic results much quicker. For instance, angels and ghosts and so on, they receive karmic uh, results much quicker. When, uh, when an angel gets angry, I think they fall. If they get angry enough, they die simply by being angry. Now, it takes a lot of anger for a human being to die. But for an angel, it's not that much because it changes their mind, and because they're mostly mental, with a very limited physical. Uh, simply, simply a little amount of anger can cause them to to change their state, because the mind is very quick to change. But the body is not, because the body is so coarse, and as I said before, has such inertia. Uh, it, it can take a long time for for it to catch up with us, and. As a result, it can all build up, build up, and build up until the body has a chance. In the case of a plane crash, and, and all this build up of karma and so on that brings people together and pushes them all into the same position and then suddenly snaps. This is the way the physical works because of the build up of power and the, the capacity it has to, to collect static, uh, static energy. That's how the physical works. The physical is, has so much static energy in it that and this is how nuclear atomic bombs are created, because there's so much energy in matter. Uh, and this is all just a part of it, how, how, how matter you know, works in ways that somehow mask the, the workings of the mind, because of, simply because of inertia and static energy. Uh, so that's really all that... It's, it shouldn't be a great mystery as to why people all die together, and, and it shouldn't be certainly a um, dis proof of the, act, the, the workings of karma, because karma is such a, Buddhist concept of karma is such an intricate thing, you, all you can say is that when you do good things, your, your, your life changes and your path changes in a good way. When you do bad things, it changes in a bad way. Uh, you know, what exactly that will be and the, the, the scale and the nature uh, is, is very, very, very difficult to understand because it involves so many different uh, things working at once. I mean, obviously, it could never be so simple as A leads to B and C leads to D, because you have so many different causes every moment creating new causes, creating new effects.
and so on. So I hope that helps to uh, give an explanation of how karma can possibly work in the case of a holocaust. doesn't seem to be at all uh, out of line with the idea of, of cause and effect. I mean, it obviously is cause and effect. There, there, there is obviously something that is a cause for this. Uh, it's something that we don't see, we don't think about this whole idea of karma, how you know all of these people who died in the Holocaust could possibly be uh, guilty of something. But it really, it, it, you know, if you look at how many people are guilty of such horrible atrocities, even in this life, and you know, where it can possibly lead them in the future, and how, you know, uh, how, where, where these people will be going in the future, um, you know, you can have people who are developing unwholesome mind states and, and you know, setting themselves up for great suffering in the future. On a massive scale, this sort of thing occurs. People who engage in racism, people who engage in bigotry, you know, engage in, in, who have great hatred in their mind. I mean, even those places where people don't actively hurt others, but simply build up and cultivate prejudice and hate. I think there are a lot of people like this in the world. There's cultures like this in the world, and I'm not going to name names, but many cultures in many different places, uh, in many different countries of the world, have, have a great amount of hate and prejudice for things that are foreign or for uh, a certain group of people and so on, certain type of people. And that so it's that sort of thing that will lead you to become a victim of your own anger and your own hatred and, of, of course, other people's um, taking advantage of that taking advantage of your, um, or becoming a part of, of uh, that stream of, of karmic energy. So, that's my take on, on the Holocaust. Uh, so thanks for tuning in, all the best.